Hello and welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I.L. read the third fanfiction that I ever wrote. I am also the author of Caught in a Bad Romance, which, when you're listening to this, is available for purchase. No more pre-order. It's out. You can buy it at a store if you wanted to. Crazy. Wow. Wow. What do you think of that intro? Really bad. What? <laughs> Dude, in the middle of that intro, you guys can't tell, obviously, but the dog uh, does this thing where she, like, nudges our hands because she wants pets. She nudged my entire leg and actively, I'm in a swivel chair, actively caused me to turn around because she was nudging my leg so hard, asking, I guess, for a leg pet. She's weak in all things except for her- Except for her passion for pets. Her monstrously strong desire for pets. Her snoot knows knows no bars. She can, she can move mountains with that snoot. If it meant she got a pet from that mountain. And she does. And she does. It is impressive, actually, how strong she is. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so here we are. The book has not come out yet. So at the point that we're recording, I can't be like, wow, my book came out. I think that you should pretend as if it is out. Isn't that how you usually do things on podcasts? You just lie? Yeah, you kind of pretend as if the date, it, it, as if today is the date that you're releasing the episode. I don't know. I feel like that's standard practice. Is it? Okay, well, uh, thank you, everybody. My book is out. Uh, I feel uh, normal about it. Yeah, can you believe it sold 10 uh, million copies already? No, in, I mean... In I'm, one day? I know. It's just, it's 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 been such a humbling process. I'm so excited. I'm so glad everyone wants to read uh, read my work. They were, now that uh, we can move past from my fan fiction. But, yeah. So, please, go out to your nearest bookstore of any sort and purchase Caught in a Bad Romance. I Very hope it's exciting. there. I do hope it's there. If it's there, send me a picture. That'd be very exciting. I like to see it in bookstores. I've seen it in a couple places so far. It's been in uh, Barnes and Nobles early, but I haven't seen that many like indie bookstores yet. Uh, I've seen a few though, but send me a picture. If you see it out in the wild, let me know. There you go. Or if you ordered a copy, please send me a photo. I would like to, I would like to thank you for your purchase. So thank you if you have. Uh, Yeah, that's, that's where we're at. So what better way to celebrate the, the birth of my first book child than by returning to the Second to last chapter of my fanfiction. Okay, I thought you were going to extend the metaphor. What do you mean? About oh, birthing about birth? a child. How would I do that? By what better way to celebrate the birth? Than by celebrating the 16th birthday oh, of my of fourth lo- child. Okay, okay. And then the name of this story. Yes, yes. The story is called Love Me Dead, lest you, lest you forget. I couldn't forget because I never knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we are on chapter 16, which is actually technically the end. That is the title of the chapter. The end. But it's not the last chapter. No, there is an epilogue, which I'm assuming is short. I don't look at the chapters following. Like, I, I only ever look at one chapter at a time. So I don't know. This is a very long chapter, though. So we are strapped in for a big and beefy boy this afternoon. Are you ready? I think so. Well, we first got to recap on the previous chapter because a lot happened there. That was also a very action-packed chapter. So Mustafa arrives to her house and Bill like spurts blood everywhere in the house to make her think that uh, the grandma and Tanya are both dead, but they are not. They're in some other location that is unclear. They're supposedly safe. There's blood all over the house. Bill like cut his own hand and spread it around all over the place to be weird. I don't know. Right. Whatever. They get into a big tussle and it's fine, whatever. And then uh, Stefa looks like she's going to take Bill out for good. But the police come. And then they're like, you, uh, get away with your hands in the air. You were going to kill him. And it's crazy. But the biggest thing we find out in that chapter is that Bill was born in like the 1400s. Yeah. And he's like an energy vampire. Loved it. Yeah. 
energy vampire, basically. He sucks out your soul. And he also does still have a twin named Tom in this universe. So that's interesting. Yeah, I think he's going to come back. Yeah, so we'll have to see. That is quite interesting. As I mentioned, the title of this chapter is The End. So let's get into it. How many the more end. chapters are there of this story? One. It's interesting because you remember uh, the final Lemony Snicket book? Yes. The End? Yeah. At the end of The End, uh-huh. it like it does all the title pages again. Uh-huh. And with at the end of the book, there's a new book called Chapter 14. What? I'm confused. So the end is book 13 in a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. And within the binding of that book, yeah. there's another book. Oh, how's that possible? Because it like it contains a new title page and a new dedication oh. and everything. Huh. And I'm, I think that's very similar to this. Oh, clearly that's which what also I was The end by. is also the penultimate book of this. Yes. The, uh, I read that series. book. I didn't realize there was another book in there. You've read it. It's it's a it's a gimmick. It's okay. a joke. I see. I see. You've I see. definitely you you read it when it happened. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I don't think that book had come out yet when I was writing this, but I mean, could be. Inspired. What year was this? <laughs> it's a twenty. No, two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. Two thousand ten, maybe. I think it may have come out by that point. Maybe it did. I remember being very excited for it as uh-huh. a child. So maybe that's what I was inspired by. Maybe to make a chi- a chapter that wasn't the end, but call it the end. end. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. The end. The feeling of straitjacket sleeves cutting into my wrist still remained, even though it had been removed days earlier. Why would a straitjacket sleeve cut into your wrist? It doesn't end at your wrist. That's the whole thing about it. Yeah. Boy, what a huge error. (laughs) No typos, but what a huge error right in that first sentence. Yeah. No I'm out. (laughs) Done. I could still hear my grandma shouting horrible accusations at me. You're stinky. Enough of you. She tried to kill us. She trapped us in the basement. She's a monster. Oh, they were in the basement the whole time. They were just hanging out. So I guess Bill hypnotized her into thinking this is what I'm assuming. He's a great hypnotist. Yes, one apparently. Of his, one, one of his one many of his, strengths. His myriad of talents. He's accumulated them in his life. Oh, yes. That was the other thing we learned is that when they, she was like, how can you perform magic? He's like, "Nah, hey, you learned some things. Yeah. Been around, been around the block. Crazy. He probably consulted some kind of guru and he's or like, mystic. Hmm, how do I hypnotize people? He could take a hundred years to learn it if he wanted to. He's got it to spare. That's true. That's true. I had no idea what she was saying, but I had a feeling Bill had something to do with it. Good instinct. <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> the police discovered my grandma and Tanya tied up in the basement. My grandma accused me of trying to kill them, that I had a mental breakdown. Tanya just stood there in silence, watching me with her big bug eyes. She deceived me. They all deceived me. Never again can I trust another human. Oh my gosh, the emoness. Well, I mean, better to trust a human than a vampire. I guess so, yeah. The police decided to put me in a sanitarium rather than in jail. In other words, they put me into an essay asylum. Okay. This is is great. (laughs) You love this. Yeah, it all makes perfect sense. (laughs) At first, I didn't think I belonged there. I was obviously the only sane person here. Oh, obviously. Okay, okay. After a while of being surrounded by the insane, they begin to rub off on you. I wonder if that's true. I don't know. In days, I fell into the persona of a person belonging in an asylum. My brain had so many thoughts running through it that I nearly fried. Oh, my brain had so many thoughts running through it that it nearly fried. My mind is now an empty canvas. Apparently not your thinking. You're like having a narrative in your head. She's switching tenses again. <laughs> Sorry, I still do that. I know. <laughs> I lost track of what day of the week it is. Yep, that's another one. It's a tense switch mid-sentence. 
The only way I know how long I've been here is through my origami swans. <laughs> origami is one of the rare things I still remember how to do. I oh. wish this had been set yes, up I, any of the previous 15 chapters. Could it have been mentioned at any point that she loves origami? Whatever. I make one each day, placing them all in a neat row on top of my dresser. A total of 38 multicolored swans adorn my dresser. This feels like the lead into a math problem. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Stefa makes a swan every day. 38 swans adorn her dresser. How many swans does she have? How long has she been in the insane asylum? This is an easy math problem. <laughs> every time I try to figure out what day it is, I get a massive headache. Oh, think too hard. <laughs> Maybe um, Bill's mind magic ruined her brain somehow. That would be interesting. It fried it, as she said. Yeah. I've also given up on trying to make communication with the workers. Make communication. Make communication. All right. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, yeah. Whenever I try to talk to them, they just shush me. The patients, on the other hand, love to talk. One woman in particular, Diane. <gasps> Your mother! That's my mother. Oh my god, hi! She listens to this. Hi, Diane! This one's for you! Diane loves to show me pictures of her kids. Oh That's my me. god, it's you! Oh, like you're, story. you're finally in the story. Oh my god. It's nice to see something colorful and vibrant when everything around you is white and gray. Wait, so what do you think Diane's in for? I think she uh, killed you. She was too obsessed with the um, St. Mary's series. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yes, or uh, love the Big Bang Theory too hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's that she killed you. <laughs> we'll have to see. I like the Big Bang Theory. Uh, <laughs> she watched the Big Bang Theory The Big too Bang hard? Theory Theory. She got brought in by the Bazinga police. <laughs> we, have, we have another one here, officer. I've made the last fold of my swan and placed it beside the others. For a while, I sat on my bed and attempted to braid my hair. Then I paced around the room out of boredom. There are plenty of games to play with the other patients, but it's not much fun when you always beat your opponent. Yeesh, excuse me. I sat down on the edge of my bed, took the clipboard a nurse had placed at the end of my bed, (laughs) and read it, hoping it contained something interesting. I'm sure it's unreadable. But actually, now that I'm looking at it, this is a copy and paste, I believe, Uh from the previous, from like the prologue. Remember how the prologue was a scene of her in the asylum? Yep. And she's going to go get, like, she's going to go get put in a tube and it goes, to it like, I don't know, blows air on her bones or something. I don't remember it blowing air on her bones. I think that's what it, uh, let's find out. Name, Stefani Olinaja Miane. A great name. God, that, that what we, a mouthful. <laughs> love the middle name. Olinaja. O-L-L-I-N-A-D-J-A. Great. What a name. Age 17. <laughs> written spelled out. out. Spelled out. Love that. Date of birth, November 3rd, 1989. Very different from me. I do me. remember discussing this. Yes, yeah, very different from me, who is November 1st. Occupation? Student. Not anymore. Disabilities? Mentally unstable. Now, they're in an asylum. Yeah. And they don't get more specific no. than unstable. Unstable. Got it. <laughs> Come on, Stefa. It's that time of the week. A hand rested on my shoulder, sending shivers down my spine. I looked up to see an unfamiliar woman. She was young, somewhere in her 20s. Oh, wait, this is probably someone I did in the first chapter. Yes, because this is a copy and paste. Oh, boy. I don't remember what the boys... They're regular now. Oh, boy. She had shimmering red hair pulled into a neat braid, resting on the small of her back. She smiled at me and put her hand over mine. You don't remember me, do you? I'm your nurse, Jane. I continued to stare at her, hoping my wide-eyed gaze would scare her away. But it didn't. You should do some editing and, um... Uh, copy and paste my line readings from chapter one in here <laughs> so it's consistent and my own as well you can in fact you could just <laughs> transpose the entire thing well i'm kind of mad that this whole thing is just copy and pasted because it's like oh, the chapter is already so long and the majority of it is just the same scene we've already done let's power through it let's power through it the way this is interesting okay <laughs> what if you did take the audio of the original chapter mm-hmm. but spliced out the commentary there 
and added in the commentary here. I mean, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it would be more... You love to give me more work. Yes. I have a book coming out. <laughs> I don't have time for an extensive edit. I give edit. you this when your book comes out soon? Yes. She took my hand <laughs> and gently forced me to let go of the origami swan in my hand. <laughs> hand twice. Yep. I let a whimper escape my lips and my lower lip trembled. Now it's lip. Hand, lip. Hand, lip. What's next? <laughs> Head, feet. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't worry. You can have it back once your exam is over. She patted my hand and helped me to stand up. She slowly guided me out of the room and down the hall to the examination room. Waiting inside was a doctor standing next to the oxygen chamber of doom. Another voice and I don't remember what I did? <laughs> Are you ready, Steffa? The doctor patted the machine and my body tensed. I shuddered and shook my head violently. Jane put her arm around me and stroked my hair. Calm down. Nothing's gonna hurt you. She rubbed my back soothingly and I stopped shaking my head. My ears were pounding and my thoughts were scattered. The doctor walked over to me, picked me up bridal style, and laid me down on the bed of the oxygen chamber. You think that's how they do it? No. <laughs> but I do like it. Yeah. I didn't bother protesting. I'm too tired. Wrong too. I'm tired. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. I think we made that joke. Yeah, I think we did. He pushed the bed into the chamber and closed the door. Just relax. It'll be over soon. I've heard that phrase a million times, all within the past month. I sighed and nodded my consent. A few seconds later, I heard the hum of the machine roaring to life. I squeezed my eyes shut and gulped. I breathed in and let my claustrophobia take over me. I tried to think of something calming, something that made me happy. But the only thing that came to my mind was him. Bill Cowlitz. Memories came flooding into my mind. The most vibrant memory was of my last day with him and what would have been my last day on earth. I hid in the shed behind my house. I could hear the sound of his boots against the gravel. I held my breath when I heard his voice. So this, this is the is third a, time this, we're reading yes, this. Yes, my God. Come out, Stefa. You can't hide forever. I clutched the garden shears behind me in case I needed to fight him. This is good stuff. Yeah. I love to revisit all this. Yeah, it was so great the first time. <laughs> And then the second the time. The second time, what? But Mwah. third time, that's when that's you a, get that's, to gold status. That's the charm, as they say. This is first class entertainment. <laughs> a hand crashed through the wall, inches away from my hiding spot, and I did my best not to scream until my lungs gave way. My body went rigid, and I sucked in my breath. I prayed for the life of me that he couldn't hear my rapidly pounding heart. His hand searched the wall next to me, and I felt his hand over mine. Then his lips were against my ear. Found you. He pulled me back and I crashed through the wall. He threw me through the air and I landed a few feet away from the chain link fence surrounding my yard. The taste of blood was fresh on my lips. The grass next to me was stained crimson with my blood. I felt Bill's hand on my waist and he knelt down next to me. He sat on top of me and raised my waist up so my face was inches from his. I coughed up more blood, which splattered all over Bill's face. He smiled and pressed his lips to mine. My arms went limp, my high sleek closed, and I surrendered myself to his enticing kiss. He pulled away from me, his lips now stained with my blood. Dr. Porridge shook with rage. He smiled. That's in here. I didn't know you <laughs> yes, even I knew know. about Dr. Porridge at I know. that point. How prescient. I, I, pre I predicted it. He smiled. This is what he wanted, to watch me bleed and cringe. The same <laughs> way... <laughs> cringe. I think I laughed at that all three times. <laughs> the same way all the girls before me had done. I was tired of fighting, and I knew he would get to me eventually, so why not just give up now? Bill continued to kiss me. He later moved down my lips to my chest and stomach, leaving a trail of my blood down my dress. He kissed my jawline and moved his lips to my ear again. I'm not going to kill you. Through my throat full of blood, I managed to choke out. Why? Blood trickled down my chin and he laughed. Ah, ah, ah. Because that would be no fun. And after that, I remember nothing else. Thank God. Okay, enough of that. 
The sound of glass. Oh, wait, no, we're still in. Yeah, no, no. God. We're back yeah. to level two of Inception. Oh, boy. <laughs> we're in the, uh, we're in the, 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 snow the, lodge? the van. Oh, the van. Okay. In France. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I don't know. The van that's falling off of the bridge. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We're not in the snow lodge. No, that's level three, isn't it? Yeah. That's the deepest inception. Right. We're yeah. no longer in the yes, snow yes, lodge. Yes, yes, yes. I said we're not in What's the snow lodge. What's in between lodge? the van and the snow lodge? Paris. Okay, we're in Paris. I think. When Paris turns sideways? Isn't that? I gotta watch this movie. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Making it keeps coming up as an option on airplanes, and I'm like, what a bad movie to watch Watch on an an airplane. airplane. Absolutely. (laughs) The sound of glass breaking snapped me out of my reminiscing. I didn't even realize I was out of the oxygen chamber. The glass of the chamber was shattered. (laughs) Fortunately, someone must have pulled me out of there before it broke. Wrong there. It's the possessive there. I sat up and looked around the room. The off-white walls were splattered with scarlet blood. I took a deep breath. The scent of blood suffocated me. I covered my nose and mouth quickly. Lying in a lifeless heap before me were Jane and the doctor. Oh, oh rest in peace. Thank God. I, I don't scre- have to remember their voices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I screamed in horror and squeezed my eyes shut. It was all just another nightmare. I would wake up and everything would be back to normal. I thrashed my head around, hoping it would somehow wake me up from this horrible nightmare. Something grabbed both sides of my head and steadied me. I opened my eyes and was met by a pair of seductive chocolate brown eyes. He was back. Okay, this I think is where the, pre- the prologue ended. Great. Okay, so now this is all new content, so I won't race through it, it the entire be, time. It better be so good, though. It better be, we <laughs> yeah, better see yeah. how much you improved as a writer between chapter one and chapter 16. And I if don't, we don't... I don't think we will, but okay. And if we don't, nobody's going to buy your book. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, Pat. Come on, Pastel. Let's do this. He didn't speak. Neither did I. That's a great start. Great. I was fully ready for it to be like... He didn't speak. Neither did I speak. (laughs) (laughs) He put his hands on my hands and both our hands were touching hands. (laughs) The room was dead silent. Literally. Oh, okay. I wanted to fight him, but I knew I couldn't. I was right before. I did have a spinal cord injury. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Cord spelled like a musical cord. (laughs) The doctor said I'm lucky I didn't completely lose feeling in my legs. After a couple days in rehabilitation, I was able to regain my control over my legs. Ah, we spoke too soon. Legs. Still, I wasn't in any condition to fight. Rather than saying anything, Bill took my hand and pulled me close to him. He took a step back, dragging me with him. My foot grazed a piece of broken glass, and I shuddered slightly, still not uttering a word. He looked down at my now-bleeding foot and lifted me off my feet, hoping... Holding me bridal style. Oh my god. Everyone's just picking her up like a rag doll. Specifically bridal, bridal style. Bridal style. I the imagine most... you probably didn't read through the section you copy-pasted. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, but maybe I think bridal style is very romantic. I think that's why I, I'm always using it. Yeah. It's also the only style of hold, I know. Yeah. So. Um, Backpack style. Yeah, I don't think that a doctor would have done that to their patient. They're like, yeah, yeah hop no, on. It makes sense in both contexts, yeah. but it's weird to repeat the phrase. I agree. Although I guess that would never stop you. No. <laughs> Repeat a phrase? Me? Never. He took one step out of the now broken window onto the ledge of the building. We were up 13 floors. Pretty high up. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd say so. Why is this asylum uh, 13 floors? Maybe it's in an office building. Can you imagine? They're like, above, we have a, a, an asylum. Yes. Below, we have a WeWork. <laughs> Yeah, I can definitely imagine <laughs> that. I mean, honestly, hey, what's the difference? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh! <laughs> One has free kombucha. <laughs> the next thing I knew, he stepped off the side and we were falling through the air. 
I held on to him as tightly as I could, fearing he'd let go of me. One word. Of me. Which he probably would do. (laughs) (laughs) The falling sensation suddenly stopped. We were on the ground again. Bill had landed as gracefully as if we had fallen three feet rather than 50. I envied him. Wait, 50 feet? 13 floors. Is that 50 feet? No, it's 130 feet. Yeah. This is a weird building. (laughs) We landed in the courtyard. Maybe all the floors are like those, um, uh, oh, what's the movie called? Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but where they go in his head. Uh, what? We watched it. They go, the, uh, the actor, the whole bit is. Oh, inside. No. No. Being John Malkovich. Right. Yes. Remember they have. The tiny floor. Yeah. And being John Malkovich, it's like seven and a half. Oh, yes. Maybe all the stories in this like building yeah, maybe. are tiny being John Malkovich stories. <laughs> we landed in the courtyard a couple of feet away from the pool. What? This place is a pool? What is going on? This courtyard? Seems like a nice yeah. office building. <laughs> when he wouldn't let go of my hand, I feared he was going to throw me into the pool and drown me. Just, just like he's going to murder me around every corner. If he was smart, he would do either of these things. I mean, there are so many ways he could have killed her. At this point, yeah. Why didn't he just let her drop? I don't know. Yeah. Fortunately, he didn't. He simply tightened his grip on me and pulled me to his chest. He held me as though I were a child and stroked my disheveled hair. We're a child. You are a child. Mm. The knowledge and intelligence I had worked so hard on erasing from my mind suddenly came rushing back to me. Yeah, because it was never there. <laughs> There's no knowledge or intelligence. She didn't say the friend. amount of knowledge or intelligence. That's true. It could be like a single thought, and it's like, water is wet. <laughs> <gasps> oh, I've got it. I figured it out. I shook slightly as a seer of pain went through my head. A seer. A seer. That's interesting. Yeah. We stood there for a few minutes in silence, enjoying each other's embrace. Oh. oh enjoying. Okay. Well, he was probably enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> I was just concerned about my life. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone, suddenly gone, every, very... every sentence is very understated. Yes. Like, oh, pretty high. Well, hmm. I guess that's what being in an asylum does to you. Oh, you maybe develop, that's it. Maybe it's the voice. You develop a dry wit. <laughs> suddenly, he broke the silence by whispering in my ear. Silence can destroy. This is so funny. This is a lyric from one of their songs. Well, it makes sense. So strange. He is the singer in Tokyo Hotel. Yes, it's it's so random. It makes no sense here. Hey, in this universe, is he the singer in the band Tokyo Hotel? No, I don't think so. But I do like that it's just a random song lyric, which I don't think has happened really. Like at any point has someone because the, well because they've been in Tokyo Hotel and all of them. This is the only one where he's not Bill Callitz of to- of Tokyo Hotel. Yeah. So he's just saying a song lyric. As dialogue, which I find very funny. Yeah. I looked at him puzzled, but remained quiet. The music of Tokyo Hotel doesn't exist in this universe. No. So no wonder she's puzzled. (laughs) I wasn't going to break my vow of silence just for him. I want to hear your voice. That is also, I'm pretty sure, a lyric in the song. (laughs) This is despicable. (laughs) The whole thing is just like lyric after lyric. (laughs) I shook my head and he sighed. (sighs) Then I guess I can't tell you why I'm here. Okay, that is not a lyric in the song. Uh, I was hoping it was. I know. I shrugged and started walking away. Oh, well, (laughs) it's his problem. (laughs) He grabbed me by the wrist and yanked me back over to him. Ah, if you don't talk, I'll kill Tanya. I gulped and turned to him. Don't you dare. There we go. He smiled at his triumph, receiving a scowl from me. Why are you here? I thought I killed you. He chuckled, then smirked. Ah, ah, ah. You missed me by less than an inch, so technically, you didn't kill me. I didn't think that she killed him in that scene. 
Like, she stabbed him, but I don't think we ever got, like, any indication that he had died. Yeah, and by me, I guess he means his heart. Oh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Oh, missed by. Yes, yes, the heart. Yes, sorry. Right. Yes. My breath stopped and my fist clenched. So you're here to kill me? No. Stop bullshitting me. <laughs> Just kill me already. It's hyphenated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not going to kill you. He's said that many times and then proceeded to try to kill her. You said the same thing over a month ago. Oh my god, it's like we're the same person. <laughs> and you're still alive, aren't you? But you tried to kill me. No, you tried to kill me and I fought back. It has and will hold up in court. <laughs> it was simply self-defense. Yeah, yeah. I rolled my eyes. Then why are you here? I've been thinking a lot about this past month. Thinking about why I, I can't kill you. He bad. He bad at his job, which That's is to true. kill. I'm strong-willed. <laughs> ah, ah. You are. Also, I realized why I can't kill you. Related. <laughs> why? Because I'm in love with you, Stefa. <laughs> God, I can't believe... Again, I hate to invoke Harry Potter, but I think it's like the same thing where it's like Voldemort couldn't kill Harry because he was loved. Love. Yeah, the power... Stupid. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't know about that. But that seems to be why he can't kill her now. Yeah, same as Interstellar. <laughs> My eyes went wide and I looked up at him, shocked. Wh- what? I'm in love with you. That's why I can't kill you. So you came here just to tell me that? And murdered two people. <laughs> <laughs> no. I came to offer you something. Are you going to ask me to marry you? No. I want you to be like me. At first, when I read that line, I thought it said, no, I, I want, want you, you to, to like, like me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I just do you like me. <laughs> I want you to like like me. <laughs> I bought you a flower. <laughs> Did you get the note I sent? <laughs> you sent to your locker. <laughs> I shot him a puzzled look again, and he reached into his pocket. Oh, it's going to be a note! <laughs> it's going to say, do you like me? Yes, no. He pulled out a necklace and placed it in my open palm. Why was her palm open? <laughs> she's just standing there with an open palm. <laughs> like, she's whole, expecting a tip. Yeah, the whole conversation, she's like, when, come on. Come let's on. Go. Where's <laughs> the money? <laughs> what is this? It's an elixir crystal. Love oh. it. Great. <laughs> really World good. building. Crystal. It's like in D&D and you discover a new item. You're like, mm-hmm. yay, what will we do with this? Oh, uh, what? If you drink what's inside that crystal, you'll be like me. Immortal. Well, he's not really immortal. If he runs out of soul, uh, sucked up lives, yeah. he dies. Yeah, I'm worried about what happens to Bill after humanity ends. Great point. I think he should... He'll die eventually. Yeah. Eventually he will die. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is that he could suck the life out of everyone in the world, um, but the universe will outlast him. That's, yeah, that's true. Sad. He can't, <laughs> he can't be alive for the end of it. The only person who can take Bill in hand-to-hand combat is the universe. <laughs> <laughs> so you want me to kill people with you for the rest of my never-ending life? In a way, yes. What do you mean in a way? That sounds like exactly what he's saying. I swallowed hard and held the crystal up to the light. It was an aquamarine-colored crystal, pretty small, and I could see what looked like a pink liquid inside. You killed someone and this is their lifespan? Yup. A young girl. There should be at least 50 years in there. It's gonna be Tanya. (laughs) I took her. That'd be crazy. Someone died for me. That'd be a crazy twist ending, (laughs) Elle. I don't think it is. She took the elixir and it (laughs) turned out it was Tanya's life. That'd be... I like Tanya. I like her more than Steva, but that would be sick. That would be cool. Let's see. Someone died for me. How could I ever live like that? A feeling of gloom and despair came over me. My heart was slowly being devoured by apathy. Oh, big word! Big word! 
He held me by the waist gently and kissed the side of my neck. If you don't want to do this, I, I understand. Just know that I'll never love a girl like I love you. Boy, this is a really very toxic form of love, in my opinion. It literally requires murder. Yeah. <laughs> what is he, Colleen Hoover? <laughs> what, is your, what is your understanding of love? Oh, boy. But I also like that now he's like been trying to murder her and all that. And now he gives her this option. And he's like, if you don't want to do that, that's okay. Like, suddenly he's understanding and nice. I've thought about it. Uh-huh. And I think that if he killed everyone in the world uh-huh. and ate their years, uh-huh. I think he would last to the end of the universe. So the question is, if the universe ended, would he go with it? Like, if the universe imploded and the whole universe was gone, yeah. would he then also be gone? I'm sure that that would kill him. I okay. mean, that's a great story. I would love to read okay. that story. Well, that, that great news. But that is the sequel. There's, there's more than 7 billion people in the universe. Right. In the world, I mean... And most, the vast majority of them will have many years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly how long the universe will last, but well, let's look it up. Oh boy. But that would also mean that for him to be able to do that would be very impressive because he would have, I would imagine like military tanks going after him and stuff. But I guess, I guess he's immortal. I guess they can't kill him. I don't know. To quickly find any theories about how, <laughs> how long, long the, the universe will last, but... I think it's possible okay. that if he killed everyone in the world, he uh-huh. might be able to keep up. All right. I guess we'll have to think on it. That'll be the sequel. So we'll just have to see what happens. There are lots of girls in the world. But none of them are you. What about my family? Won't they notice I'm gone? Oh, here could be the twist. <laughs> I can handle that. Oh, he already did. What's in this for me? Oh, she's not going to ask more about that? Okay. <laughs> An eternal life with me. Personally? I would not want that. He has not demonstrated his his value as a boyfriend. Yes, I agree. He needs to really like. I mean, he really what, what needs are to you make in for to in a life, yeah. in an eternal life with Bill Cowlitz? He's simply sexy. That's kind of the only thing drawing her to him. Yeah. Because he has done nothing else. He's just sexy. A lot of murders. Yes, murder. Violence. Rudeness. Yeah. He has tried to kill her multiple times and yeah. her family. Right. Um, she gets the tinglys when she kissed him. He killed so. her best friend. Remember that? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> so I looked up at him and he flashed me the gorgeous smile that used to make me melt. Oh, see, that's a pro. That's a, col- uh, a tick in the pro column. But now I kept my ground. Oh, good for you. I really thought she was going to take it. If he had offered me this opportunity about two months ago, I would have immediately accepted. Okay. If the guy you have a crush on, yeah. who has never spoken to you, yeah. comes up to you and he's like, listen, yeah. I'm actually an energy vampire. Right. Do you want to be immortal with me? Okay. Well, I think I would still say no. Yeah, but it, riddle me this. Okay. Is he hot? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. He is. Mm. Mm. That makes it more complicated, doesn't it? Yeah, that it does. That it does. Mm. Mm. A lot to consider. <laughs> Since then, I've matured. A lot. Ooh, a comma. <laughs> okay. He interrupted my thoughts by making my face level with his. He, like, lifted her up by the yes. cheeks and lifted her up. His eyes went from innocent brown to the bloody red I've grown accustomed to. I realized what he was trying to do. He knew I wouldn't come with him on my own will, so he needed to persuade me. In other words, he was going to hypnotize me so I would drink the elixir and become immortal. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that explanation. I'm surprised he didn't do that earlier. He probably, <laughs> <laughs> he probably wanted to see if I'd do it on my own. In a sudden fit of rage, I held the crystal tightly, lifted it up into the air, and shoved it as hard as I could into Bill's right eye. Ooh, ooh. I wish that I had had a previous description of the shape of the crystal. 
I'm because I'm yeah. having trouble imagining this doing a lot of damage. I'm and... imagining it's shaped like a diamond, like like the the like it's got like a, a diamond point. shape. Yes, yes. Yeah, me but too. round. Now that I know that it's going to do damage. Yeah, it... I think it has a pointy end and it goes right into the eye. It's got to be pretty sharp. Yes, yes. For especially considering that this is some kind of drinking vessel. Yes, I don't well, know. Let's see. It was done in a matter of seconds, but everything around me seemed to be in slow motion. He screamed in agony and fell to his knees as I pushed it deeper into his corneas. No. Oh. I leaned over his wriggling body and ran my thumb across his cheek. I brought my thumb to his left eye and pushed it as deep into his skull as my fragile thumb could go. No eyes. Oh, no hypnosis. My. Oh, my. He screamed even louder, and I smiled deviously to myself. Oh, cool. Oh, my gosh. Because she, yeah. she was right about the asylum. Yeah. While he struggled to remove the crystal from his right eye, I hopped off him and ran to the nearest window. There's a window? She's in a courtyard. Well, I guess so she's going inside. It's back inside. I punched it as hard as I could, shattering it to pieces. Okay. I grabbed the sharpest piece, ran over to Bill, and for the second time, sent the glass straight through his heart. No, okay. no, you need wood. <laughs> for the record, for the listeners, there is no proof that we need wood. But He's yes. a vampire. You need wood. You need a stake through the heart. Once again, he screamed and coughed up a throat full of blood. To ensure that I didn't miss his heart this time, I pulled the glass back out and stabbed him again. And again. And again. By the time I ran out of adrenaline and stopped stabbing, my originally white clothes were dyed red with Bill's blood. She's going to be in a lot of trouble. Oh boy, yeah. They're going to be like, girl, <laughs> enough of this. My hands shook, my body ached, and my mind was on overload. My head shook violently, but I tried to steady myself, causing the blood on my hands to stain my hair. No, not really. I once again fell on top of Bill and rested my forehead against his, the way he'd done to me so many times before. Has he? I guess he has. His breathing was slow, but he stopped coughing up blood. I leaned down and kissed him, staining my lips with his scrumptious blood. Oh. Scrumptious. Now who's the vampire? <laughs> She's a regular vampire now. Wow. This should be the last chapter. That's true. We don't need the epilogue. It's fine. When we pulled apart, a single tear fell down my cheek. That single tear soon turned into full-on sobbing. He didn't deserve my tears, but I couldn't help but sob. Months of fighting and pain led to this final explosive moment. Bill was dying, by my own hand. I didn't want it to be this way. I only wanted a storybook romance, not a deadly quest to kill the man I once loved. Loved? Okay. I think, I think it was because he hypnotized you, girl. Yeah. I think that you're girl, misinterpreting. You must, you must wake up. Wake up! <laughs> Deep down in my heart, I wanted him to become human so we could spend the rest of our mortal lives in harmony. But I knew that would never happen. So... If he showed up that day and he's like, hey, what's up? Yep. I'm not going to suck any more lives. I'm just going to live out my life as mm. a regular old dude. Would you have been like, okay. Maybe, yeah. Well, okay. I could have accepted his offer and become his immortal lover. But what would that make me? His immortal lover, I mean. Yeah. You just said it. <laughs> yeah. Just another killer. <laughs> I would never be able to see my family again. And I would be taking away innocent lives. My thoughts were once again interrupted by Bill speaking. Oh, God, this guy again. He was, his voice was barely a whisper. I placed my cheek against his as I struggled to hear what he was saying. I still love you. They're both toxic. One of you needs to die already. And this. Even after I killed him, he still loves me. You didn't kill him. He's speaking. He's not dead. I He's couldn't. getting there though. I'll give her a pass. Yeah, I was just saying, give him a little kick. What speed, happened to the other ghost? Oh, yeah. Do you think he'll come back as a ghost? You mean, oh, yeah. Immediately be... comes back and <laughs> he's like, I'm back? 
and I actually do have the ability to kill you as a ghost. <laughs> Immediately strangles her. Ghost strangles her. I couldn't wallow in the moment since a loud siren ruined the moment. Again! Oh, moment. This always happens. They knew I was missing. They were going to come and find me. How'd they know she was missing? Maybe because she crashed through like a wall. Yeah, probably it was the loud sound of glass shattering yeah, twice. Yeah. I needed to get out of there fast. I gave Bill one last parting kiss, hopped off of him and started running towards the woods that surrounded the sanitarium. So it was like a pool, <laughs> woods, <laughs> 13 floors. Listen, it sounds nice. Yeah. Tree branches scratched my cheeks as I hopped over twigs and debris. After running about 10 minutes, I tripped over a tree root. My ankle wasn't broken, but my knee was bleeding severely. I leaned forward to inspect the cut and felt something cold again my knee. Yep. Again, again. my knee. Again. Again my, my knee. knee. Somehow the crystal had ended up back around my neck. Uh -oh. oh, okay. I was so wrapped up in my thoughts that I didn't even notice the crystal wasn't in Bill's eye anymore when I left. He must have slipped it back around my neck at some point. Mm, he up to no good. He's inside the crystal somehow. Hello. Tiny him. I held the crystal tightly and pondered what I should do with it. Oh, now she's going to do it? Well, maybe. She's like, eh, I don't need you. I'll go. I think you could just pour the soul out on the ground. That's true. I mean, it's a soul wasted. Might as well slurp it. It's already dead. No, but then that makes, then she's, well. Well, then she'll just live a little yeah, while. She'll just long, yeah, yeah, that's true. Your mission is done. You don't have to go that far. I looked up to see Joy leaning against a tree. The there reason I read it that way is yes. because it does end with a question mark. Yes, I think it's as should it have been like, do you have to go that far? You like have to go that far? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. No, no, it makes no sense. But hi, Joy, she's back. We got the ghost okay, again. Good. She's been gone for like nine chapters. She was like, I'm gonna give you this mission, and now I'm gonna leave and not come back. She was busy. She was on jury duty. That's <laughs> that's true. She was doing her civic ghostly duty. <laughs> she was doing her civic ghostly duty. Then what do I do with it? Whatever you want. I can't help you anymore. And you haven't been much help, quite honestly. <laughs> Why? I need you. Not anymore. Bill's dead. I finished what I need to do here on Earth. She turned away from me and started walking away. Wait, where are you going? The light. Of course. I can't believe this is not the last chapter. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, it basically is, but we'll see. She looked back at me, smiled, and suddenly burst into glittering gold particles. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like an explosion. <laughs> I'm trying to think, uh, if anyone has seen Ready or Not, that movie? No. Okay. It's the ending of Ready or Not. That's all I'll say. But gold. Joy! I reached my hand out to grab one of the particles, but they only passed through my hand. I sighed and collapsed onto the ground. There went my only friend. Out of spite, I yanked the off the top of the crystal and drained the contents into my mouth. My we were friend, so close. A climactic moment. Yes. You didn't even read it twice. I yanked the off the top of the crystal, you know? <sighs> you know? It'd be like that. I swallowed the unusual liquid and panted. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. What have I done? That is what it says. Yes. <laughs> I had nowhere to go. No one to go home to. It's two with two O's. I had no one to go home to. I could either spend the rest of my life in jail or live forever, roaming the earth until I find my purpose in life. Let's go. Yeah, I'm just like, well, I might as well. Let's or go. Or she can spend the next, like, let's say 100 years in jail. Which, quite frankly, is where she belongs. 100 years of jail. Mm -hmm. Imagine they're like, we sentence you to 100 years in jail. She's like, and then, great. Yeah. Do you have a punch card? Well, yeah. The thing is, they'll be like, yeah, she'll die in there. Don't you worry. And then, like, it gets to her, like, 100th day. And they're like, oh, she just walks on out, like, completely normal. I chose the latter. <laughs> my body didn't feel any different. I still felt like the same old Safani. It wasn't until the scrape on my knee had disappeared that I knew I had changed. Oh, she had healing powers. I jumped to my feet and kept running. 
I was ten times faster. Oh, just like in Twilight in in uh in Breaking Dawn when she becomes vampire. I never tripped. And in seconds, I was out of the forest. Look, there's a siren in the background for the ambiance, just like in the story. That's on I, purpose, yeah. Yeah. That's a sound effect. We Don't call, even worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we called 911 just to get him to come here. <laughs> I was on the side of a long, winding road. A silver car started coming towards me, and I quickly flagged it down. A young, handsome blonde boy in his early 20s stepped out of the car and ran towards me. A sudden hunger overcame me. I smiled when he finally reached me and asked me if I was okay. I'd found my first victim. Actually, you were, she already had her first victim. It was the it was person Bill. in the crystal. Well, yeah, but it was also the person in the crystal. That wasn't her victim. She doesn't need to be hungry. Because you don't have a hunger for, for souls, I don't think. At least Bill didn't. You just have to replenish it like every 50 years. Maybe she's speaking metaphorically. I guess. Like she's so enamored of her new powers that she's just hungry for killing. Hungry for killing. But that's the end of that chapter and therefore technically the end of the story. What no. do you... An epilogue is part of the story. I mean, I guess, but this is part of the, the primary narrative, so what do you think of that? Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I'm glad it ended with, hopefully, with Bill dying. I'm going to be pissed. I guarantee you he's, like, alive in the epilogue or something, but I'm going to be pissed if he is. Because you said there's a sequel to this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably alive. I mean, I think, I think the sequel has something to do with Tom, though. Oh. I think. It could be a prequel as well. I don't know necessarily that it was a sequel. Okay, well... It's not terrible. I don't exactly understand why. Does becoming does becoming the vampire make you ravenous for souls? Like her decision making is not one hundred percent clear. To no, me. I agree. That's why I was confused as well. I really like your idea that it was Tanya's soul. I know I that would have been so rad. That, that would have been great. I mean, it could be the modern me. I think would have done that. Yeah. If I were to write this story again, it absolutely would have been Tanya. And then she guzzled it down. But then the yep. sequel would have been the, or maybe it would have, that would have been the epilogue would be that she finds out that it was Tanya. Yeah. And she's well, like, so no. So it's not too late. That's true. Good point. I guess we'll have to find out in the next chapter. Okay. That's my prediction for the next chapter then okay, for great. the epilogue. What's your prediction? My prediction is that the last line is going to be like, hi, nice to meet you. My name is uh, Tom Cowlick. Oh, that's a fun idea. Okay. All right. We got two good predictions. Let us know what you think. Actually... No, there's an author's note. I forgot to read the author's note, everybody. I'm sorry if the ending upsets you, but don't worry, there is an epilogue. An epilogue is spelled wrong. Ep- ep- epiluge. Epiluge. <laughs> there is an epiluge. Don't you worry. Uh, I was not upset by the ending. I wish this was the ending, but we'll have to see. Let us know what you think will happen in the epiluge. <laughs> you can let us know on Instagram at First Fan Fiction Podcast or via email at myfirstfanfiction at gmail.com. And send your book pictures. Yes, send your book pictures. Don't forget, you can buy Caught in a Bad Fomance. In bookstores right now, or on the internet, anywhere you want to buy a book. Crazy. Please buy it. Thank you. Ah, ah, ah.